Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't care what time it is. All I care is you are wasting your time with me. This is Kevin uh, recording a little solo Final Four segment. Um, Got knocked out of the playoffs myself. It was tragic. Um, Got knocked out by Fergie uh, yesterday. It was officially official. Marone probably feeling the same way as myself. I know he actually texted me today and said without fantasy baseball this year, this is really our first time um, not just going back right into fantasy, actually having a little bit of an offseason. And uh, rather than actually do something meaningful, I'm uh, here recording a podcast um, about four, the final four. Uh, where I'm not included, but you know what? That's how it goes. Um, hell of a run against Fergie last week. A little bit frustrating. I'm sure he would tell you the same with uh, some of the designations, the sitting, the resting, um, the injury management, all that. Uh, but he came out on top, and Max held on uh, against Marone as well. So before I dive into each of these matchups and look a little bit at the teams, I dove back into the archives, um, and I found that both Sully, I'm sorry, Sully, Fergie, and Tully were all in the Final Four not too long ago together. That was 2018. Three of the four remaining teams now were in the Final Four back then. That was the year Tully lost to uh, Proper in the championship. Um, as I put in that group meet today, Sully and Tom were in the final four in 2019. So all four of these teams that are still remaining are no strangers to the moment. Um, it's going to be some long weeks. Tully with the baby, man, you might have, uh, you might be putting in some overnight work and between Tully and Tom coming off of the bye. Uh, jumping right into the semifinals, um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how these teams break down. Um, we often think of that bye week sort of like realistically, and are like, oh, our players should get healthier over the bye week. For what? No, it's that's not how it works. And unfortunately, um, Tom lost one of his best players during that bye week. Uh, not even getting like, you know, starts or anything. Um, so Zach Levine will be out, it sounds like, through this week, and we'll dive a little bit more into that. But let's start with Sully and Tully. I'm going to jump into each team. I'm not going into their schedule. It's too hard to predict when starts are going to be pulled, um, all this. So I'm just going to sort of look at each team live, go through uh, what I liked about each team's strategy throughout the year. Um, Starting with Sully, because I sort of just want to get this over with. Um, I have lost a lot of sleep knowing that I traded DeMontis Bonus for POS, Kevin Durant. And you know what? All the credit to Sully. Five and four to start the season. And since he's been five and two, uh, and much of that time Sully actually spent 
with his life on the line, meaning um, he had to win. He was in a pretty comfortable spot there. You know, he clinched with that final week, but he had a couple guys, you know, trying to make some moves behind him. His team was a little bit frustrating at the time, so he shook it up. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's sort of the – that's sort of what I see with Max's team, right? Like total roster overhaul. And it's, it's, it's funny to look that Tully's going up against Sully because I'll talk about it in a couple of minutes, but Tully almost, I'd say two thirds of his team are drafted guys. Whereas Max did this total roster overhaul, starting with turning LeBron into De'Aaron Fox and Kevin Durant, which in turn, he traded Kevin Durant to me for DeMontis Sabonis. So I know Mike likes to tra- talk about the transitive property of mathematics. So in essence, Max dealt LeBron for De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Whoa. Um, both are two of his top guys. Looking, um, let's just see their 2021 stat lines. So DeMontis is a 46-point guy, and De'Aaron Fox is a 43-point guy. Two of his top four guys. Um, His other two top dogs, Kyrie and Kawhi, um, he took on a big load this year. We knew that load management was going to be a thing with them. Um, He wrote it out. You know, he's held on to Kyrie, who's putting up 45-7 on average when he plays. Kawhi at 46-2, I guess at this time of the year, it's just, hey, what can you do for me now, you know? Um, Hopefully we don't see too many of them, too many uh, sits between now and the rest of the season because I would like to see just an authentic um, read of who wins this, but realistically, we know how this goes. He did without LaMarcus Aldridge at 20 bucks. He paid 20 bucks. Wow, Max, that's amazing. I mean, the fact that you paid 20 bucks for Marcus Aldridge, not amazing. But the fact that you essentially made this work with 180 bucks, um, pretty good. Pretty good. Sexton, you hit on big time. Uh, Sexton looks like he's a 34-point guy. And at the time, seven bucks. Nice. And then De'Aaron Fox we talked about. So you have just had a um, – transformative season in the sense that you had to, you know, trade away, make moves, make shuffles. I didn't mention D'Lo, but sort of, uh, I mean, not even sort of, right? Like terribly disappointing. The entire Minnesota Timberwolves uh, organization, terribly disappointing. Alex Rodriguez is about to get in there and overhaul that whole thing. How do you have two of the top picks, Anthony Edwards? Carl Anthony Towns, and you got the supporting cast of D'Angelo Russell, and you get blown out by like 30 on the regular, it's embarrassing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you do? Max, hell of a run. I regret infinitely uh, that that trade I made with you. But at the same point, man, you got life now, you know? You don't have to deal with Kevin Durant. I don't have to deal with them either, though. I'm out. I'm done. It's over. Tully. Tully. 
you are playing Sully. Um, you lost by four and a half week 14 against Sully. Like that's, that's a hell of a close mass matchup. So we know it's going to be a good, uh, a good run. Um, you were seven Oh, you were seven and Oh to start. Um, you won four of your last five. That one loss was to Sully, as I mentioned. Um, we've talked about it numerously, but you you just uh, you spread the money and you've hit so far. So now it's all about you know what can you do for me now? Looking at your team and just like the, the spaghettios as we call it, um, you got some. Oof, gosh. This sucks. I'm looking at this live as it's happening. Tobias Harris and Jeremy Grant are both out tonight. Um, that's why this podcast is hard, man. Because these sits, right? Like, so much celebration. Tully, you're in this. Like, you got a hell of a team. Your first pick was CP3, putting up 38-9. Um, he's been playing, you know, he's been playing every night lately. Not the hottest, not his best. So we got to turn that around um, to get some more value out of him at this time. But overall, man, you took on that Chris Paul effect, you know, like, what is it that they were given the thunder were given two tenths, two tenths of a percentage point chance of making the playoffs last year. And he led them to the fifth seed. And then this year he's taken the Suns from the 10th, uh, best record in the West to the second best. So CP3 effect living on in this fantasy league. Totally pulling through, man. Um, Harris, Middleton, Hayward, Lowry, Valanchunas, Collins, Grant, and then the guy DeMar DeRozan. You know, like um, you just you spread the money, you made it work, and your roster still maintains to be all drafted guys. Uh I was just trying to think if you made a deal this year, did you make any trades this year? Um, you did. You made a trade. Oh, maybe not. This this might be a uh, a roster ad. This is riveting radio. You did. You traded Nicholas Batum to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's that's a big deal. Um, but overall, totally like you, you've just held the same guys, you know, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, Jeremy Grant, Tobias Harris, not the number one name on their team entering the year. Maybe Jeremy Grant was a bigger name at this point than Blake Griffin. Actually, no way. I don't know what Blake went for, but you, you got like these, the guys that like John Morant was the guy everybody was looking at on Memphis or, um, Joel Embiid on Philly. And even, I would even go so far as saying uh, people were looking Ben Simmons above him. And let's see, 38-4, 38-4 for Tobias Harris. And you paid 29 bucks. And I think Ben is ending the year with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Well, he would be doing you no good either right now. He's sitting at 38-4 for 45 bucks. So you got the same same player, same point-wise, for a whole lot cheaper. 
Well done. It's going to be a close matchup this week. Uh, last time you guys played, as I said, four and a half point differential. I'm not even going to pick it. I'm not even going to pick it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Tom and Fergie. Um, last time you guys played, it was a three-point win, I believe. It was a three-point differential between you guys. Uh, pretty crazy. Week 11, yeah, Fergie, you got the best of Tom by three. So both of our both of our final four matchups had regular season matchups decided by less than five points. Um, very, very equal teams, uh, I guess, given the week, right? It all comes down to that with fantasy basketball, but um, going to be good. Fergie started the year two and four and has been probably one of the hotter te- hottest teams maybe since. Um, eight and two since starting two and four. Lost to Tully and Marone. I want to get up against him last week. Uh, I saw the beast that is um, Russell Westbrook and Nikola Jokic together, paired together in fantasy. Uh, doing a little research myself. In 2013, with the eighth overall pick, Boom Shakalaka selected Russell Westbrook. So we're talking a draft eight years ago where Russ was a first-round talent, continues to be um, just absolutely killer. You know, I, I was talking to Ferg last week, and he brought up the Oscar Robinson Award. And, you know, Russell continues to just average these triple doubles, and it's ludicrous. And Fergie obviously saw the opportunity to get um, Russ. And what was really interesting is Russell Westbrook was the 25th nomination in our draft, which tells me like one of two things. Either people were sitting back on him, um, knowing that he could be a a first round um, talent and just trying to snipe him. Or just wrote him off. I think uh, I would say people saw the value in him, obviously. He went for $51. But he's still the fourth highest scoring fantasy player in our league this year. Uh, Russell Westbrook. just And, and his L30, 60.2. Um, as I said, Fergie's got him paired with the second leading scorer. In our fantasy league, Nikola Jokic, he went in big. He paid 115 bucks uh, for both those guys. Um, he filled it out with Pascal Siakam. I saw that beast last week. Uh, he put up some stat lines um, before he just will not play, uh, get some rest or picked up a left shoulder injury. I don't know, man. Um, well, so, so Fergie gets these three, right? Fergie gets Russ, Jokic, and Siakam. He turns Porzingis, his fourth guy. Uh, he turns Porzingis at the deadline into Rudy Gobert. And that was one of those like trade, dead, trade deadline eve nights because I think trade deadline was like Tuesday. And that trade came through on a Monday night. That was one of those deals where like – Man, I thought Duggan had the nuclear codes for a while, and I was happy when nothing happened. But, like, any time that one of those trade notifications would come through, I would hold my breath. And I, I, at the time, 
I was bummed because I knew that Rudy was going to be far superior to Kristaps. I mean, biases aside, Kristaps is not the player that Rudy Gobert is. Um, and maybe it's I, – I don't know. I'd have to look at numbers, and I could easily do that while I have you guys. But Rudy's a 41-point guy right now. And last week in our playoff matchups, he went up for 55, 48, and 32. Um, let's see if Kristaps even played. So Kristaps went to Ben. Uh, and we got Porzingis at 38-9. More comparable than I thought. Um, he played three out of his last four. 30, 43, and 31. I'd still take Gobert any day over it. So, hell of a move there. Uh, Kelly Oubre, like, I was wondering all week. I mean, Fergie's got to clean up the ads this week. Because last week, I mean, it was also misfortune, right? Picking up some guys that weren't playing. Um, But, like, Kelly Oubre, I guess I'd, I'd be interested to hear from him, like, He's got to be an incredibly frustrating guy, and he's got to be held on to because of the price tag of 18 bucks, and maybe he just squeezed him into the IR. But it seems like he I, – I don't know, man. He doesn't really fit with Golden State is my feeling. Um, when I watch those games, sometimes he's extremely explosive, and other times he's just he's just camped out like, it's really interesting that he's a 28-point guy at this point. He's coming off – oh, he's coming off the bench now after the injury. It's just frustrating timing too. And like the fact that Fergie stuck with him um, and that he's going from hurt to off the bench, oof, brutal. Um, who knows? Levert, that's your guy, Connor. Like, wow. I wish I could – go back to the game log more than, you know, the 15 days that ESPN will give me, but he's averaging 34, five, um, lit me up pretty good. A couple of nights last week, went off for 53 one night, 42 and a half. The other one, um, averaging 34 and a half on the year, like incredible. And I'd be interested to hear, uh, what his numbers were before he got traded. Obviously like, Lots of drama with Karis Levert this year. A trade saved his life. Um, it definitely probably propelled his value in my mind. But that's, again, what I like to hear in terms of what he was when he was a net. What were his averages? But obviously getting traded to the Pacers, fitting in nicely over there. So Ferg's, Ferg's a beast. Uh, and that combination, I don't know. Let's see. How many times this week, Tom, you got to deal with? You got Russ. Today's the 19th. You got Russ one, two, three, four times. Oof. You got Russ four times this week. And you have Jokic one, two. You have Jokic four times as well. Um, So you're going up against that duo four times. Gobert looks like three times, but... One of those times is tonight, and he is DTD. He is probable. All right, he's playing tonight. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Ferg, it's always nice when you got eight starts coming from Jokic and Westbrook. 
we'll see. This could be your uh, this could be your first trip to the finals. I think I don't want to jinx it, but uh, mighty deserving for sure. And you are going up against Tom. I mean, he's our king, right? Like he's going he's going in again. He was nine and zero to start. Four wins to end it. Then the bye. Um, we talked about like, or I talked about Jesus. I talked about uh, how like he lost Levine on his bye. That sucks. You know, he lost Levine when things were just supposed to like he was supposed to have a week off. You know, obviously like periodically making the ads for the next week, but which is the value. But uh, that that's rough. With also, Lamelo was already out, so you got two of your um, two of those guys going down during the time of the year when you need them the most. I feel for you, Tom, but at the same point, uh, strong squad. Interested to see how this shakes out. You started your year with Zion, PG, and Zach Levine. Zion and Levine, Zach were obviously your guys. Um, I know that they were probably in a number of trade packages, but you wrote on to them, not PG. You dealt PG and Miles Turner to Duggan for Dame. Um, so you strengthened that that uh, big three, I guess we could call it. And then you traded Fred Van Vliet for Jalen Brown. At the time, pretty fair trade. Last 30 for Jalen. Last 30 for Jalen. Young Jalen in his first ever Trust the Process playoffs. Is that true? I don't even know. I'll have my producer check. But uh, Jalen got 37.6 over his last 30. Let's see what Van Vliet would be doing for you. I mean, it's revisionist history, but it's always fun. Looking to see who would have made off. And Van Vliet is uh, DTD with 33.1. So uh, well done, Tom. Well done, young Tom. Got a 37.6 guy. Health, healthy guy for a 33.1. Not, not so healthy guy. Spaghetti up. Um, you also did all this, Tom, with CJ McCollum missing 25 games. Like, you were just rolling. You know, we talked – we talked how, like, you didn't really have to go crazy. You just – your team put up points through it all. Oh, wait a second. You got um, – oh, my God, man. All year, man, all year we talked about Julius Randle, Julius Randle, Julius Randle for $10. And I'm just now seeing that Clint Capella for 42.3 a night was 11 bucks too. Wow. Wow. Not surprised that you probably saw that coming. Um, I guess Julius Randle's 47 for 10 bucks, But that's, I mean, both these are anomalies, right? You don't, I guess you see one or two a year. And I guess Julius Randle and um, Clint Capella are those guys. Who are the two guys next year that hit for 11 and 12 bucks, right? But Clint Capella, man... And his last 30, he's going for 46. Uh, and this is the time of the year you want it. Let's see how the rest of your team. Last 30. So you got 
I'm on the wrong squad. If you roll with me this long. All right, here we go. So, Tom, you got nobody scoring in the 50s, right? So you got nobody over the last 30 averaging 50, um, which is a little bit – it's going to be a lot, actually. In your matchup, watching Fergie send out Russ and Jokic putting up 55, 60, like, regularly. Like, you're going to need production from your guys. You obviously play extremely smart. Draymond Green, you know, um, it looks like he was dropped by Duggan January 28th at 9 o'clock a.m. You picked him up Friday, 9 o'clock a.m. Um, you weren't messing around. You knew Draymond could help fill a little void there. The question is, how big is that void that Levine is leaving? Um, we all knew that LaMelo was down for um, for a while. I'm trying to see, did you know that before the trade deadline? You did. So you were able to make some, make some adjustments if you needed. And, I mean, R.J. Barrett, like, he's going 28-8 this year. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about these guys, but just because he's a Nick, um, that's gross that we like to see. He was a 24-7 guy last year, so maybe we start to see him in the 30s next year. Uh, you also got him for five bucks. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun to watch both these matchups this week. I think just because maybe I played Fergie, like those 60 nights that that Russ and um and Jokic are putting up are really hard to compete with right now. Uh but I get it's a, it's all part of the game, and uh, the ads are going to be fun. I haven't really looked. Let's see. Before I let y'all go, what'd you guys do today? All right, Max, you added Josh Jackson. I'm sure, he fits your schedule for Mason Plumley. Oh no, Mason Plumley was on your team. Was it all year? Wow, it's amazing. Mason Plumley found a home all year. I don't think he could have said that last year. This is uh and then you kicked his ass to the curb. Come playoffs, come on. Just kidding, you got to do it. Fergie, Jalen McDaniels, okay. And on that, what? Oh, Jalen McDaniels. All right, and those were the two ads today. So plenty of ads left to play within the week. I'm excited to see how this goes. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do a championship one next week. If anybody wants to jump on with me, um, that would be really helpful. So keep me posted. All right. Good luck.